Hey everybody, welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 12. Episode number 12, holy crap, here Man, we are. And here we are. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Yeah. It's fun. And you know what else we're celebrating? What's that? Uh, well, today is my niece's birthday, so happy birthday, Kylie. And tomorrow, it's America's birthday, so happy birthday, country we're born in. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, United States of America. <laughs> what did I almost say? I don't know. <laughs> Where do I think I am right now? I'm not sure. It uh, is very late, folks. It is late. We are up uh, past midnight. This is unusual for us. We usually work early in the morning, but uh, we have tomorrow off to celebrate the 4th of July. So we thought, hey, let's uh, start recording uh, at midnight after a full day of uh, doing stuff. Yeah. To be fair, we had a brief 10-minute uh, nap after dinner. Cause <laughs> we did. Once again, as we've discussed in our last episode, we are complete health nuts. We filled our tummies with macaroni and cheese and then promptly fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> we went for a walk afterwards. It was fine. We did. We did. We did not nearly walk long enough to burn off all that macaroni and cheese, but... Cool. I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the night. (laughs) Good. I'm glad to get inside your head and ruin the evening. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be doing squats the entire time throughout the show just to like burn some extra calories. Mm -hmm. I hope you don't find it too distracting, Tiff. I'm going to lift weights. So I hope that's cool. (laughs) And I hope you guys don't hear me struggle. (laughs) So So since tomorrow is the 4th of July, why don't we just quickly go through some uh, 4th of July facts? Yeah, let's. Yeah, I love the idea of fun facts. They're terrific and uh even though this is fake headlines podcast these are 100 percent real facts that we looked up ourselves professionally on the internet yes we would not mess around with america's birthday or facts or facts we do not mess around <laughs> with facts <laughs> um and then we will obviously uh we'll have these up on our social media but we'll have them up um you know by tomorrow yes uh, by the time you hear this, by the time you hear this, you'll probably let's, already let's be do there. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're yes. We're fine. Got it. Go ahead. All right. July fourth, fact. fact number one. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson drafted the Declaration of Independence on a quote-unquote laptop, a kind of writing desk that could fit onto one's lap. You know, like a laptop. I bet you it was a like a MacBook version. I bet you he was using that. He seems like a Mac guy. Yeah. Um. He was the first one to um, etch an apple on the back of his laptop. He spent over a grand on that thing, too. And everybody else was buying little cheap $200 top laps. What were they called? Laptops. (laughs) Not top. He did have a top lap. Yeah. And he covered it in stickers, you know. And he was like, (laughs) it just said uh, TJ's laptop, you know. (laughs) TJ's laptop. I wonder if people call him. Did people call Thomas Jefferson TJ? Yeah, probably. I feel like he was called TJ. Um, they'd be like oh here comes tommy j tommy j or tj yeah tommy jeff yeah all, these are all the names i would use if i knew them mm-hmm. uh did you know thomas jefferson changed the wording of the declaration of independence from the pursuit of property to the pursuit of happiness i like that better that's it's a nice catchy phrase i do too but i think nowadays most people's pursuit of happiness involves property yeah Mm. Wow. What a commentary on materialism in modern society. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson both died on July 4th, 1826, on the 50th anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration. That's crazy. What a coincidence. Yeah. See, nowadays, if that story happened, people would be like, it's a conspiracy. It's a left wing or a right wing conspiracy to take down the two. 
the let's con- just love America, you guys. Yeah, and you know, not everything's a conspiracy. There is such a thing as coincidence. Yeah. Like, calm it down, America. Yeah. It's your birthday. <laughs> Chill out. Go, America. It's your birthday. <laughs> Did you know that the printed version of the Declaration was called the Dunlop Broadside? <laughs> which also sounds very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it was written entirely by men. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Uh, how'd it go last night? Ooh, the old Dunlop broadside, if you know what I mean. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Uh, 200 were made, but only 27 are accounted for. One of these was found in the back of a picture frame at a tag sale and sold at an auction for $8.14 million to television producer Norman Lear. It now travels the country uh, to be displayed to the public. Uh, that's the declaration, not Norman Lear. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Um, I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, The Liberty Bell had nothing to do with July 4th. It wasn't called the Liberty Bell until the 1830s. And that's also when it got its famous crack. (laughs) Famous crack. (laughs) 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 If you were to feed, um, like, if you were to feed an AI thing, like, Kardashian episodes... It would just come back as like the famous crack. That's what it would describe <laughs> them as. Tell me more about that famous crack. <laughs> Americans consume around, speaking of Kardashians, Americans consume around 155 million hot dogs on the 4th of July each year. That's nothing to do with the Kardashians. <laughs> they also spend 92 million on chips and 167.5 million on watermelon. That seems excessive. And uh, 341 million on beer, of course. Now, is it because beer is very expensive or is it because there's a lot of beer consumed? I'm going to go with a lot of it yeah. consumed. Yeah, that's my that's my assumption as well. Beer's like the cheapest beverage. Is it? Well, if you're buying like the cheap stuff. I don't know. Capri Sun's pretty cheap. <laughs> or hugs. <laughs> or hugs. Hugs are free. Oh, yeah. They always are. But if you're talking the drink, they're is a small. They're like monitor. 40 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh one of the United States patriotic songs, Yankee Doodle, was, I, I think most people don't, uh, most people know that song. And if you are not listening in the U.S., um, look it up because I don't want to sing it. <laughs> was originally sung by British military officers prior to the revolution as a means to mock the disorganized American colonists who fought alongside them during the French and Indian Wars. Hmm. Ooh, shade. Ooh. Yankee Doodle was a shade song. <laughs> it really was. Uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson are responsible for the bald eagle as the national bird. Uh, ben Franklin wanted the national bird to be a turkey. What a dope. That's a, what a terrible choice that would be. You the, know, like, for, well, we don't even really need a national bird anyway, but if you're going to pick one, the turkey. Really? Yeah. Mm. I have mixed feelings on Ben Franklin. I have a feeling he probably was not a very nice person. Why do you say that? Um, because he wasn't the one who flew the kite. It was his assistant. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He made his assistant do that. And then he took all the credit for it. Yep. Hmm. I don't I don't like him because of the skullet hairdo that he had. I don't trust anybody with that hairdo. <sighs> yeah. Like, if you're going to be bald, you don't have long hair. You Just have to make it, a man. choice. Yeah. You're confusing us. I don't. It's, it's not pleasing to the eyes. I can't believe that hairstyle has survived for 200 years. <laughs> Uh, we we're still seeing the skullet. We still are. Yeah. Weird. 
Although I feel like a Ben Franklin, if he was alive today, he would still have that hairdo, but he would always wear a baseball cap. So you were like, I think he has long hair, but I think he really likes whatever team that is he's wearing. <laughs> I don't know. It probably has something to do with lightning. <laughs> yes. Tampa Bay Lightning. I think it's a real team. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's a real team. Okay. I think I'm I've a... overheard people talking about well, it. Go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to question it. <laughs> um, to avoid cracking it, I'm assuming more um, because it's already cracked. <laughs> uh, the Liberty Bell has not been rung since 1846. To mark the quintessential day, every 4th of July, it is symbolically tapped 13 times. Oh, sounds kinky. Yeah. Uh, the oldest continuous Independence Day celebration in the United States is the 4th of July parade in Bristol, Rhode Island, which began in 1785. That's cool. Wow. That's really cool. And that's also when we began reading this list. Oh. No. <laughs> That was fun. I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, these are all new facts to me. Yeah, I mean, I may for have, sure. We, we may have learned them in school, but it was a long time ago for me. Right, and I mean, if there are statistics like with the one with how much money is spent on hot dogs and chips and beer, like those statistics change every year. But um, I would say that's probably from 2017, right? At least. And I think yeah, hot dogs, beer, and. Um, Watermelon and fireworks. That's the that's the Fourth of July in the United States, right there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. maybe a potato salad. Right, which we're gonna make tomorrow. I'm dreaming of it right now because I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we eat dinner at like five o'clock. Yeah, I mean the the, the the pile of macaroni and cheese that we ate that's not gonna sustain you all day. No. I mean it's perfectly fair to eat more macaroni and cheese at midnight. We have a day off tomorrow. It's, we can do that. All right, so Fake Headlines, episode number 12. I can't believe we've done 12 of these already. Uh, would you like to go first with your articles, or would you like me to go first this week when reading the articles to you? I think I want to read mine first. Okay. Sounds fair. Let me get my uh, let me get my ready here. Yeah. All right. This is... I... I, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feeling confident about those articles, are you, Tiff? I am, actually. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What are they? Okay, first article, reigning hot dog eating contest champ reveals secret weapon. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You got all that? Yep. Okay, so the second article, creepy bronze hand found in England connected to ancient Roman cult. Oh. Okay. Just keeping it light here, folks. Yeah, these are some. <laughs> oh, can't wait to hear what number three is. It's the real one. World's largest kazoo orchestra to perform national anthem. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Those are some doozies. Yep. Uh, so reigning hot dog champ reveals secret weapon. So the secret to being a hot dog eating champion. Yeah. Besides being a completely disgusting person. Right. I, I can't think, watch. No. You know what the gross... Like, like I could probably do okay in like a chicken wing eating contest or a chips and salsa contest. If there was a chips and salsa contest, like if a local Mexican restaurant wants to sponsor this, I would win. I know I would. Because <laughs> I, I could keep eating chips and salsa. Like, uh, like, I'm like our cat. When you put food down in front of her, she just eats it. Until it's gone. And if you could set more down, she would 
just keep eating it. Just keep going. I, I do that with chips and salsa. Yeah. That's my weakness. How do you, how do you feel about like the time constraints though? That's well, what's upsetting to me. Like I could probably eat forever, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too, because with the hot dog thing, the part that really grosses me out. And I think this is what I think you, you would agree a hundred percent is the yeah. water involved. Yeah, It's upsetting. The, the wedding soggy of the, bread, the wedding of the hot dog bun Ugh. or like the filling your mouth with food and then bringing water having water wash across it to mush it down further I, down your gut. Oh. i know i picked the worst article because it just <laughs> the idea of all of that just makes me want to puke uh, everywhere yeah it's you don't like so gross you don't like wet bread i don't like i don't like chewed up food i don't like wet bread yeah wet bread like if we have uh <laughs> i'm sorry do you want to take a minute step outside and get some fresh air <laughs> i'll just keep talking <laughs> yeah that's the really gross part to me is like the is just that uh like the eating it like a lot of food in, in a short period of time not so gross but the idea of taking a hot dog dipping it in a cup of water and shoving it in your face is so horrifying and of all foods to like speed eat you know like if it were mashed potatoes i feel like that'd be a little easier to go down Uh, yeah well sure it's already kind of half digested for you not really but the consistency yeah it's just uh you might as well slurp it through a straw Uh, so tomorrow there'll be the big hot dog eating contest right that's always tomorrow right yep so uh pony island right yeah nathan's Mm -hmm. yep have you ever had a nathan's hot dog before i don't think i ever have no i no. Because I think last time we were in New York, I, I, I don't think we ate there. No. We ended up getting pizza. Yeah. I think we used the restroom at Nathan's once we got off the train. Yeah. There's a Nathan's like on the thruway. Is that the same thing? Like at one of the rest stops around here, I think there's a Nathan's hot dog. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's the same. It's exactly. It's like a lot of people say when they are on the New York State thruway and they stop at Nathan's near the Buffalo <laughs> exit, a lot of people swear they're at Coney Island. I hear that yeah. a lot. Yeah on travel blogs that I look at. That Is it the sideshow? <laughs> There's like mermaid people there and uh, that's weird. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could, could. I don't think I've ever had a Nathan's hot dog. Uh, I wonder what the secret weapon could be for a raining hot dog. I don't know. Yeah, it uh, maybe it has to do with um, a physical attribute that this uh, reigning champ has. Like maybe, maybe they're able to unhinge their jaw. Maybe they have a big throat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. One day the doctor's just like, you know what? I think your problem is you have a big throat. (laughs) I know it sounds scary, but you'll be perfect at a hot dog eating contest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they'll say. They have a real iron constitution, as they say. Speaking of Independence Day, uh, an iron constitution. I think it means you have like a you're capable of like eating things and not getting sick. Oh, I think I could be making that up. I believe that's the right phrase, but yeah, why look it up? It's fake headlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that's what it was. Called. Do you think the person like starts off on like those little cocktail wieners and then works their way up to like hot dogs? Do they have like tiny buns as well? <laughs> well, not if you're eating hot dogs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, down, during the hot dog eating contest, there. <laughs> I got it. 
<laughs> it was a butt joke. It was a butt joke. <laughs> oh, we were late because you didn't get the butt joke. <laughs> the um, the the uh, hot dogs that they the Nathan's hot dogs those are like skinny hot dogs, right? They're not the the plump like I think so, yeah. hot dogs, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be harder to eat like a like a good hot dog, like one that's like uh, Zweigel's. Right. Or, like a, a, or a Johnsonville Frank, perhaps. Uh-huh. Or a... Um, like the ones with Snap. What are those other ones? Those... Um, oh, I can't think of what they're called. It is a, ballpark? A ballpark. But then there's also ones that are... Um, they're like... Are they, eh, I can't think of it. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, not Oscar Mayer. Um it's really gonna bug me but yeah they're so they're easier i think to consume i think because they can slide down even if you don't have a big throat those skinny wieners slide right down your <laughs> i can't even look at you when i say that that skinny wiener's gonna slide right down that throat <laughs> i wish i had i know my eyes were very large as <laughs> you said that yes they were um <laughs> keeping it mature Keeping it PG. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the second article. Creepy bronze hand in England linked to ancient Roman cult. Yeah. That sounds freaky, man. Uh, How do you, I, like, do you think this was something that someone found in their living room? Like, oh. it's like a family heirloom? Like, hey, grandma, what's that hand over there? Was it like a... Oh, well, you see. <laughs> Are you ready to hear the secrets of the cult? <laughs> what's the, was the hand doing something? Was it doing like the okay symbol or middle finger um i peace sign i think it was giving the bieber heart bieber. <laughs> but it was like one half of it one. so like somewhere out there is another half the other, someone else in the cult has the other half of yeah. that heart oh mm-hmm. yeah that's so romantic there's gotta be two leaders you know what i mean so tragic mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad it wasn't doing like uh that symbol <laughs> i love you uh yeah but yeah the i love you symbol that's yeah. what I was going for, yeah. Yeah, the, the I love you symbol. Because cults probably wouldn't be. <laughs> that symbol you're doing with your hand means something very filthy, miss. I. The okay symbol? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, that's not yeah. exactly. What you were doing was not okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting, the link to an ancient Roman cult. Were there cults back then? In the ancient Rome? I guess I never really thought of that. Hmm. It's possible. There I must suppose, yeah. I mean... Ever since the dawn of time, there's been a charismatic leader rounding up kooks, getting them to believe in something. And I say him because it's always a cult leader, is always a guy. Uh, not always. No? Have other cults, have you read about them? I There is a, another podcast I listen to that once in a while, they, it's, yeah. it's called Cults. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. oh, so that's what you're doing. Okay. I'm listening to cult podcasts. In haunted places. <laughs> it's okay. So there's know. a cult with the, with female. Um, see, it just seems like like a. Yeah, I think it's predominantly male. Yeah. Like serial killers, cult leaders. It's just uh, mainly a. Right. Mainly a man's world. It's a it's a man's world because they can't uh, control things, so right. they try to control people. <laughs> exactly. Cool. You're exactly right. Um. Yeah. So I I I suppose that. Uh, it's something that has been around for a long time. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, um, but what would the hands be? What would it be for? Like a, uh, was it like a symbol of the cult, or was it like a sacrifice to the cult? Was it um a 
decoration of the cult. Right. Huh. Was it part of what they worshipped? Right. Worship the hand. Talk to the hand. Yeah. Yep. Worship the hand. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that could be too. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a, um, a show about cults. Weren't you telling me about this? I don't think I was. That wasn't me. Somebody was telling me. It was someone else. Somebody I do a podcast with was telling me about a cult. (laughs) No, I think there's a series on HBO about a cult. Rude. We should check out. Okay. So I find that fascinating. I feel weird watching that stuff without you because like, then you'll see that it's, it's been played. Like, what is she watching without me? Oh, I have to show you how to delete the history out of there so yeah i watch all kinds of stuff i wouldn't want you knowing about cool great (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i don't think i've ever done that i've ever cleared it i don't think i ever did i think at a time before the netflix profile could be split into multiple things i think we would go through and clear out history out of there too because we were sharing with your parents with our parents and it's like well if they're watching something it clogs up our feed and then if we're watching something it clogs up their feed and it's better just to like wipe it all out and sometimes it's best to just not know what the other's watching right sometimes i don't need them to know what i'm watching <laughs> yep <laughs> more taxi cab confessions kev jews oh brother <laughs> Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. World's largest kazoo orchestra to perform national anthem. Is that like at a baseball game? Yeah. Or a fireworks ceremony for the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. I think the kazoo... I think it has to do with the 4th of July because it's a national anthem. Right. Well, it could be a sporting event. They do it there, too. Well, of course. But yeah. I think be- because of... Oh, because of it being like the world's largest. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a bigger event. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you don't want to you don't want to waste a good kazoo orchestra just on some random minor oh, league baseball nilly. game. Yeah, absolutely. You wanna you wanna have it at a giant event and what bigger event than when everyone can be there. Than the United States' birthday. Yeah. <laughs> What's more celebratory than a kazoo? Right. The most uh celebratory of sounds. I think we all know that and we all love to hear the kazoo in a celebratory manner. Yeah. Uh, we watched something recently about kazoos. What, what, do you remember this? It was a video that I found online about the kazoo museum that's close to here. Yeah. Yeah. And it had to do with like the history of the kazoo and how they're, I think they were originally made. Somewhere around here, right? It was originally created. Um, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was originally here. I think it was. Um, actually somewhere down south, like maybe Louisiana. Okay. And then it was brought to the north, but I think they were originally made out of metal. Yeah. I think I do remember that part of it. And then, and now at the kazoo museum, they have plastic ones and wooden ones and metal ones, all different, um, sizes and, um, so that they have different sounds and stuff like that, but. What a weird area that we live in. We have a the Jello Museum nearby because Jello was created nearby where we live. Carousel Museum. We have a Carousel Museum, and then we also have a Kazoo <laughs> Kazoo Museum. Yeah, so. we have uh, a a weird uh, Niagara Falls Museum, which features uh, past daredevils who have gone over the Niagara Falls in a barrel, um, but it also features uh, some weird uh, <laughs> mannequins uh, 
of famous people who have nothing to do with Niagara Falls. <laughs> it's like they just found some mannequins. They're like, well, what should we put in this room? Uh, how about how will we dress up a mannequin and make it look like Mother Teresa? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Has she ever been in Niagara Falls? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we have a nun outfit. Yep. And we have a female mannequin. Let's put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Then there's also like a, a room that's very haunty looking. Like it's like it's supposed to be a recreation of a battle that occurred. And so you walk into this room and it's just like this mechanical wagon wheel that is spinning around. And uh, so it <laughs> like you just hear like the squeak of the tire going around <laughs> and then um it just it just feels very haunty in there it's, it's scary yeah it's really it's really strange because the like that scene of the wagon wheel stuff like you're kind of bopping along through this like kind of oh, it's a nice family friendly you know whatever display and then all of a sudden here's a massacre Bam. that happened and here's yeah. blood everywhere yeah <laughs> it's like what happened yeah like give us some warning yeah, I was trying to look Some up what the name of that history. place was, but uh, uh, just go uh, when you're in Niagara Falls, just Yelp uh, terrible museums and you'll find it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, so we we have lots of little things here. We're really selling the tourism here. <laughs> we also have a lot of great architecture, <laughs> um, but mostly terrible museums. Uh, President McKinley was assassinated here. The the World's Fair. Yes. Electricity was first on display here. Yeah. Um, Teddy Roosevelt was sworn in. Yeah. Lots of lots of great history. Yeah. And also that massacre in Niagara Falls. Also that massacre. Wow. <laughs> well, cool. these, are, these are some interesting articles. I am not sure. I have no idea what the actual real article is here. These are all very strange. Um, I'm going to go with Raining Hot Dog Champ Reveals Secret Weapon. No. Uh, largest kazoo orchestra? No. Really? Yeah. Wait, so the real article is a creepy bronze hand in England is linked to an ancient Roman cult? Correct. Holy cow. Please tell me more. That's really fascinating. Okay. I would have, sw- I would not have, yes, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the sound of Kevin's brain exploding. <laughs> Uh, this article I found on history.com. Okay. Which I love. I love history. Uh, the channel and also the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing we're experiencing right now. The thing now. we're experiencing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So archaeologists have discovered a bronze child-sized hand at Vindolanda, an ancient Roman auxiliary fort in Northumberland, read that right england excavators unearth the unsettling lifelike hand near a temple dedicated to the god jupiter uh dulcenus suggesting it may have had religious importance the newly discovered hand most likely served a cult function and may have been closely associated with dulcenus a god and mystery cult that was widespread in the roman empire from the second to the mid third centuries a.d Not much information about the cult's beliefs and rituals have survived, but archaeologists have found comparable hands near other uh, Jupiter delicious, goodness gracious, (laughs) uh, near other temples. Uh, Analysis from uh, analysis of the nearly four inch hand. (laughs) And this is this is their the, the article 
author writing this, uh, which kind of looks like one of those creepy hand-shaped jewelry stands, and it really does, <laughs> mm. uh, shows that it previously held an unknown object in, it, object in its palm. Weird. Yeah. Um, How do they know these little hands are just like little back scratchers that they used? Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe because it's like the hand is like flat out. Uh, huh. rather than being like curved fingers to scratch your back right that would be more of a back scratch yeah yeah you're yeah right. you're right um and this isn't the only hand that they found uh, in nearby areas they they have found other small hands no they're just made out of bronze they're not actual hands that have been bronzed or do they not know that for sure um does the article get, get into that at all no okay seems like i read something and maybe i already skipped over it but it had something to do with like a sacrificial thing Hmm, um the cult was especially popular in military centers like vindolanda often depicted with a double axe in one hand and a thunderbolt in the other uh the god was known for controlled military success um Hmm. i will win this battle but i need a baby hand to do it the archaeology correspondent even speculates that the recently discovered hand could have been a gift to thank the god for a victory in a little-known yet extremely bloody Roman invasion of Scotland in 209 to 210 AD. Wow. The hand is currently on display at the Vindalana Museum. In its press release, the Vindalana Trust says it hopes the continued archaeological investigation of the site in Vindalana may help shed more light on the religious practice of Delentius in this period of history. That's so weird. Yeah. Mystery cult. Mm-hmm. Bronze hands. Yep. Yeah, so they, they don't know a lot about this cult, um, which I, I think is very interesting. Um, I mean, Cults it, tend to be very secretive. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and like you said, Kev, like uh, you don't, you tend not to associate cults with something that would be that far back in history. Yeah. Um, because usually what we know about, uh, you know, Roman or Greek history, it has to do with uh, very important things like uh, the development of of uh, civilizations yeah. and things like that. But I think, you know, what? I think the more that um, the more that's revealed of like um, past civilizations, mm-hmm. as crazy as we think things are right now, the exact same types of things were happening on a different scale i think like there were there were cults back then there were people getting killed for no reason back then there were people that were just goofballs back then there were people that were stupid back then like every every way you can look at society was happening then just on a different just on a much less broad of a scale yeah absolutely like you just you just think that everybody was super smart walking around doing uh calculus in ancient greece but there were a bunch of dum-dums there too yeah. There were probably people that were real stupid that the smart people made fun of. Yeah. It's just, you know, we just look at it. We just don't have that perspective. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to hear my articles? Oh, I guess. I suppose so. All right. Let me get my... Get your note-taking device Get my note-taking ready. All right. Here we go. Ep- episode number one, I almost said. It's late. We're pushing 1 a.m. Uh, article <laughs> number one. Salvation Army moves into an old urban outfitters store in oxford mississippi and it's really hard to notice the difference okay article number two 
Aliens may be rearranging stars to fight dark matter energy, awesome study suggests. Awesome study. <laughs> Aliens may be mm. rearranging stars to fight dark energy. Stars. Awesome study suggests. And article number three, aim for the sky. New fireworks app allows you to watch fireworks, but still get social media updates. That's so dumb. Aim for the sky. New fireworks app allows you to watch fireworks, but still get social media updates. Social media. media updates. I think we've got it. La 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 la. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So the Salvation Army that it was a Salvation Army that turned into an Urban Outfitters. Uh, they moved. The Salvation Army moved into an old Urban Outfitters store in Oxford, Mississippi, and it's really hard to notice the difference. Apparently. I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, also, when I said Salvation Army moves into an old urban, like it, they, it wasn't like a, the Salvation Army stormed the place and took it over. No, <laughs> they, the, they, it wasn't a fair battle. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a takeover. No, <laughs> um, I don't believe the Salvation Army is capable of such. <laughs> <laughs> they could be. I mean, it is an army, but uh, those bells are aggressive. They're armed with. <laughs> they're armed with bells. And Santa's. And some sweaters, ill-fitting sweaters. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this Urban Outfitters moved out of a st- out of their space in Oxford, Mississippi. A Salvation Army moved in, mm-hmm. and apparently by looking at a comparison of the store, it's not all that different. Which, if you've been to an Urban Outfitters, you can probably see why that's the case. Yeah. I mean, it, it's full of... Uh, 90s clothes and cassette tapes. <laughs> right. So there are a, there's an uh, there's an um an unhealthy number of cassette tapes in Urban Outfitters. I was upset. I mean, dial it back a little bit Urban Outfitters. <laughs> I was upset to see the return of acid wash. Yeah, there's so many things about Urban Outfitters that are upsetting. Yeah. Um some of their pra- modeling practices and some of yep. their clothing slogans and things that they think are funny. Yeah. But um also upsetting about Urban Outfitters is cassette tapes that are like $15. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, quit making me buy my favorite albums on old media for like five times the price That's <laughs> that very it costs. silly. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah. This is so strange. Everyone knows records sound so much better. Do they, though? You want to hear it on vinyl. You're not really going to hear it until it's on vinyl. I'll take 128 kilobyte whatever it is mp3 <laughs> i don't care is it free i'll take it <laughs> sure got it is it 25 dollars for an album i bought on vinyl 20 years ago no can you can you imagine um if if for some reason someone didn't realize that the urban outfitters was now a salvation army and they walked in and they were like, wow, the prices of this Urban Outfitters are surprisingly great. These like, tapes are so cheap. This is the discount Urban Outfitters. Man, I got to tell my friends. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then they discover it's a Salvation Army. And then they're like, wait a minute. So this is what Urban Outfitters is? Is just an overpriced Salvation Army? Weird. It's kind of what it is, actually. It really is. Do you remember there was a, a thing a while ago where... Urban Outfitters was like, 
I think they called it like they had people curating their collection or whatever. It's so dumb. I don't know what that means. Like they they were they had people going to pick out vintage quote unquote vintage pieces and selling them online, and they were essentially were going to thrift stores and like selling like one of a kind piece oh. for like two hundred dollars for this oh. you know sweater they got at a garage sale kind of thing you know uh-huh. and people were people were buying it it's so dumb yeah uh we have too much disposable income in this world i don't know who we is not we not me no <laughs> the only things we've ever bought at urban outfitters were like Cups. i don't know maybe like 10 years ago like on their website they would have some pretty cool sales on like yeah, we bought a lot of cups. Because we have an Abe Lincoln cup and a mustache yeah. cup. Like, they're both coffee cups that I think we got from there. And I really feel like the mustache cup, we bought it before mustaches were cool. Yeah. Like, we were, I, I feel like we were on the, we were, like, real hipsters when it came to uh, mustache novelties. Yeah, because <laughs> we definitely still have a giant mustache magnet on our refrigerator, <laughs> and it was way before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was before it was cool, and then it became not cool, and we still had it. Now it's kind of cool again. Like, we've been riding that way for 10 years with this magnet. Yeah. <laughs> it's we a did, giant mustache. We did buy a lot of stuff. We did buy a lot of, like, decor from Urban Outfitters when we first started living together, though. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, the website had, like, great sales on there. But, like, anytime we've gone to a store recently, just to, like, kill time, it's like, how does anybody afford any of this stuff? Also, there's only five things in there, so. Uh, I mean, we have full-time jobs, good full-time jobs, and we can't afford to buy <laughs> stuff in Urban Outfitters. How are, like, teenagers buying stuff in there? It makes zero sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's very silly. <laughs> Granted, they don't have the gambling addictions we have, but, yeah. you know. You know what? Good for them. You know hey. what I mean? Well, it's good cool. for you living a vice-free life. <laughs> <laughs> um, aliens may be rearranging stars to fight dark energy. So dark energy as in like... Don't forget, awesome study suggests... An awesome study suggests... From the Journal of Awesome Studies in Science magazine. <laughs> <laughs> um. You were going to ask what dark matter is? Well, a dark energy. Dark energy. Yeah, because dark matter is a thing. Yeah. But dark energy, like, I feel like that's something you get from someone. I like, believe. This. <laughs> I'm getting dark I energy this, from that I'm new guy at, at work. Yeah, yeah. This new person at work, they're like, like so, um, they just really emit these dark energy that I just don't think I could be around, you know? So I asked my boss to move my cubicle and she was like, mm, no. And I was like, but dark energy. And she was like, oh, I get it. I don't know what it is about Trevor and logistics, but he has dark energy. Oh. I don't want to be near him. Yeah. No, thank you. Gross. He's the human equivalent of cooking fish in the microwave. Yeah. In the common area. Ugh, gross. So gross. Who does that? Uh, I think dark matter and dark energy are related. I think it has to do with sort of like the swallowing of, of the universe or the expanding of the universe. Like it just kind of keeps getting stretched and disintegrated. That's upsetting that the yeah. dark energy does that. Yeah, I believe that's what like is eating stars and stuff like that. You know how they've like there's talk of yeah. like, that kind of thing happening, like worlds being eaten away. But at the same time, the universe is constantly expanding, right? So it's like it's right. It's like is it just moving in a different direction? I'm sorry, but we're taking the universe in a different direction. I'm sorry, planets. <laughs> it's not you. It's us. We've made a decision. <laughs> We appreciate you. will get two weeks pay for every year you've been in the universe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say something. Oh, I guess when I, when I knew about stars disappearing, I just assumed it was because 
they're burning balls of light and mm-hmm. they had just reached their end of their burning. I think that, not that they were being eaten. I think it's, I think that does happen too. I think that does happen as well. Oh. Where like this, like they say the sun could burn out one day, but I think at the same time, things are being kind of swallowed up like black holes and stuff like that. It's all this. So I don't know what exact, I don't know exactly. Like I said, maybe the universe is expanding in one direction and in one direction. The Gross. universe is one direction. Boom. Done. Episode done. We figured it out. Um, but yeah. So as the universe is getting eaten, <laughs> it's also expanding, <laughs> which sounds highly erotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I never really thought about the universe being eaten before, yeah. per se, but be- this because it's infin- infinite, you know? Right. That's what I mean. So it's a par- as part of it's getting eaten, it's still expanding somewhere else. But this article suggests that aliens are doing something with this. Like they're causing it. They're rearranging stars to fight dark energy. Which I wonder if that means that these aliens have time traveling capabilities. So what they're actually trying to do is prevent what the future could possibly bring unless they move these stars around in order to continue Whoa. the... Uh, life capabilities that we have right now you know what that just reminded me of that one episode of doctor who where all the planets were all taken and moved into the earth uh so that everyone could see it in like the like with the master that yeah yeah about? yeah when the master returned and they moved all it was like a pocket in between worlds or something nerd right? alert we aruga you guys <laughs> knew that already sorry you don't guys. act surprised yeah um yeah do you remember that well, they, they they took all the planets mm-hmm. and they put them like in a it was like in between time, right? Isn't yeah. That what was happening? Yeah, essentially, yeah. And then the master was like sort of unlocked. Remember, he was like a different, he was like a regular guy. Uh-huh. And then it turns out he was the master and like they gave, I forget exactly how it happened, but then, yeah, then they had to take all the planets and do- the doctor hooked the planets up to the TARDIS and pulled them all back into their yes. normal spots. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible description of Doctor Who. I We haven't seen this episode in a long time and obviously we're fans, but we're not. Like Super fans, fans enough to have watched these episodes multiple times. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> so we're like sorta of nerds, but like not yeah. super nerds. We're like mainstream nerds. We're no. like hipster nerds, like the kinds that have mustaches on their refrigerator. <laughs> well, uh, we're the type of nerd that hates Big Bang Theory with a passion, but we like Doctor Who. Yeah. We like Doctor Who. We don't like shows that have characters that like Doctor Who. <laughs> Unless it's uh, Troy and Abed, where it's not really Doctor Who, it's like <laughs> that's right, what was Professor that? Universe or something. Yeah, what was that? That was really funny. <laughs> oh, that's a good show. Uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about us. Um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Rearrange aliens rearranging stars. So do you? I I wonder. Okay, so so maybe they're trying to keep their universe from being eaten by putting fresh stars in there, maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah. I um I was just going to say that I think that it's interesting that we just always assume that aliens are so much more smart than we are. Like that we're just like the the dum-dums who right. don't know how to make our way through uh the solar system, but aliens have capabilities where they could just move stars. Right. What? We could be the most advanced civilization and like there could be another group just starting out you know what i mean that are yeah that are way behind us yeah you know what i mean who knows yeah and maybe those people are, are already been eaten by dark matter oh that's sad and we're next 
Oh, gross. Independence Day 2 <laughs> in theaters. <gasps> we have Independence Day. We could totally watch that tomorrow. We're going to have to watch that tomorrow. We had to buy that recently. Well, not recently. Like <laughs> there, there were several years uh, within mine and Kevin's relationship where we were like, oh, it's July 4th. Let's watch Independence Day. And then we would try and look for it. And then we couldn't find it. Or like, you know, look for it as in either like online yeah. or um, actually buying it in a store. Uh, and it took us some time to finally do that, but we can actually watch it this year. Yeah. That's exciting. I think we do have it on DVD and yeah. we also have it on like iTunes. Yeah. I think we bought it too. We so we like, always have it. Yeah. We didn't want to miss out. And I really <laughs> like that movie. I think it's really fun. Yeah, me too. Should we watch the second one too? Or the tomorrow? We'll see how much time we have. It'll probably be a letdown. It's down. a whole day. It's probably going to be a letdown though. The second one. It kind of, it seemed like it was like a real flash in the pan. Like it came out and then it just disappeared. Maybe. Much like the dark matter eating our universe. Oh. <laughs> um, let's talk about this stupid fireworks app. Yeah, aim for this the sky. bothers me. New fireworks app allows you to watch fireworks but still get social media updates. Just put your phone down. Yeah. Like if you want to take like five bad pictures of fireworks, whatever. <laughs> That's but my like, favorite thing. Put your phone down and just enjoy the moment. I love it when people tomorrow on Facebook will post photos of their shitty fireworks display that they're watching mm-hmm. as if we've never seen fireworks before sometimes you can get really cool photos though yeah like, but yeah yeah it's not the it's not like the real thing no but i like to take pictures of photo of uh fireworks i know but it's very difficult to get to get the right image though it has been better with the newer phones yeah i've taken some real stinkers over the years I think our cat's eating. I think that's the sound you're hearing. Oh, because I was like, <laughs> I know, you you're looked, not making that sound. I'm not per- making that sound. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> you looked very perplexed. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I knew. I knew what it was. I knew how to help you. Uh, but yeah, so this app, you you know how like we have that one app where you can hold it up to the sky and it kind of tells you what constellation you're looking at? Yes. Same thing. You hold it up. You can watch the fireworks. We can also see like commentary, kind of like the um, Facebook, Facebook Live, Live thing. Yeah. So you can kind of share the firework experience together. I hate that. Because there's nothing better when you're watching fireworks than hear, reading oohs and ahs from people around the world as you're watching fireworks. Oh, yeah. That sounds That's terrific. always what's been missing yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that bothers me so much. I don't want that to be real. <laughs> that just... Yeah, fireworks is definitely something you don't need to... to you can't really watch it on TV because it doesn't really have the same thrill. Yeah. And you, it's definitely something that has to be observed in person. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's like, what's the point? Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and we have so many other things to bedazzle us with lights and stuff. We have phones. We have TVs. We have like jewelry. A, we have jewelry. We have shiny rocks. We have the light. But so the lure the of seeing that kind of stuff isn't as much. Isn't of your as great. lover's eyes. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> yes. Just stare into your lover's sparkling eyes instead of yeah. looking at an app. Maybe have a passionate kiss and see the fireworks all on your own. <laughs> you know? If you're doing it right, you'll already have seen them. Yeah. I wonder if there's an app that is made for like taking photos of fireworks. Maybe it like slows down the aperture of your phone camera, maybe. I don't know. These are things we can think about later. That'd be a good idea though, create like a fireworks picture taking app so it kind of takes out some of the need for manual adjustments or you just watch them with your own eyes 
Yes, because we've all seen fireworks. Just enjoy them. Well, I mean, I I guess you have to get the timing just right if you're going to take it on your phone or just use a proper camera. Yeah. As in like, like a, a camera camera. camera right. <laughs> a camera camera, not a phone a camera. A camera camera. You know, like a camera camera. Well, which one do you think is uh, real? <sighs> I, man, okay. Well, this is my favorite part of the show when you struggle <laughs> to figure out which one you think yeah. is real. I don't like being it's wrong, so and well, I, oh. and also, like, oh, I have to, I have to consider uh, Kevin's verbiage and trickery because, <laughs> this is, like, Kevin's common premise to a joke is to say something so honestly and so genuinely, and then it turns out that it's a lie. (laughs) Is that really your analysis? That's what you do sometimes. (laughs) Like one time, uh, well, the night that we met, I... I was, I, he happened to work at a place and I was like, oh, I worked there for a minute. And, uh, I had this person that I knew and I didn't like her very much. And she was kind of a jerk. And he was like, oh, that's my sister. Completely deadpan. (laughs) And so I felt like a jack wagon. And then I won you over. And then he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. And I was like, who is this monster? This this man challenged me. I must marry him one day. (laughs) (laughs) And then I did. Um, so <laughs> I can't believe that line worked on you. <laughs> that wasn't what did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so dumb. Um, okay. I'm going to go with the aliens. You are correct. Yeah. This is from, uh, an that artic- was genuine excitement. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is an article from, uh, live science.com. Aliens may be rearranging stars to fight dark energy. Awesome uh, study suggests. As opposed to uh, an okay one. (laughs) How to dominate the universe in three easy steps. One, harvest all your planet's resources. Two, harvest all the nearest star's energy. And three, harvest all the energy from all the stars in your local galaxy and then move on to another galaxy. Congratulations, your species now has all the elbow room it needs to be a universal superpower. <laughs> That's one Russian astronomer's perspective anyway. Astrophysicist Nikolai Kardashev, also former tag team partner of the Iron Sheik, first proposed these three phases called level one, two, Does that and... say that? No, I made that up. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of Nikolai Volkov. He was the... See, that's what I mean. He says Ah, things so genuinely, and then it's a lie. Uh, Nikolai Kardashev and the Iron Sheik, they beat Mike Rotundo and Barry Windham in WrestleMania 1 for the WWF tag team titles. (laughs) I just gave Kevin a yawn. (coughs) So Nikolai Kardashev first proposed these three phases called level 1, 2, and 3 of galactic of galactic expansion which he referred to as the three types of technologically advanced civilizations way back in 1962 as a way to measure energy consumption of increasingly powerful societies recently a paper posted june 13th uh, 
has revived Kardashev's model and has added a new apocalyptic twist. According to the author of the paper, Dan Hooper, of course, Dan Hooper, a senior scientist at the Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory in Illinois and a professor of astronomy and astrophysics at the University of Chicago, harvesting energy from distant stars is, isn't just the best way to increase the civilization's available resources. It's the only way to prevent the ever-expanding universe from leaving that civilization totally alone in the vastness of space. So when they say harvest the energy, it's different than like using the solar energy of the sun? It's uh, sort of similar. So the article is quite lengthy and I don't want to go into the whole thing, Mm -hmm. but it basically talks about how this guy's theory is that um, what civilizations will have to do after after they've completely used up all the resources on the planet and of nearby planets, they'll basically have to create like some kind of um, system of satellites that will be able to gather the either light energy or heat energy from a planet and then beam it back to its home base. So um, this theory of um, using satellites in that uh, method, um, it says another civilization has indeed begun rearranging the stars. It may not be long before Earthlings notice them, Hooper wrote. So I think this guy may also be a bit kooky. I mean, as far I think sometimes that's astro- going to be a good guess. Yeah, I think when you're studying astrophysics and super nerdy space stuff, I think your brain breaks at some point. <laughs> it's all theoretical. It like, is none of it's actually based on fact. It's a if then right. constant sort of uh, a thought process that they're in. Like if this happens, then this could happen. Right, but this Kardashev scale is something that is kind of used in science. Like uh, Carl Sagan placed us at about a point seven back in 1973 on the scale of like civilizations advancing enough to be harvesting uh, solar energy in this, in this manner. So, um, or star harvesting, I guess. So this guy's theory is that societies that have hit level three are now engulfing other planets, pulling them close to theirs and then like sucking all the resources out of it. Who knows? But like I said, I think when you get to a certain point when you're studying this stuff and you're you're writing out on a chalk on a chalkboard like you know these gigantic equations, I think your brain just breaks at some point. And plus, you know what? If you're using a chalkboard, there's going to be a smudge here and there, and <laughs> calculations are going to get fudged up. It's going to be a little bit off. A little bit off. And you're going to have to take those erasers outside and clean them off. Yeah. Before the next class. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a very, uh, yeah, a very strange, uh, strange man. Wow. Yeah. I don't think that's really happening. I don't think that aliens are pulling planets around to save their dying universes. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, if things are, are being adjusted and I think you and people like you and I don't study the stars enough to know whether or not there's a change. Right. I mean, unless like suddenly there's the Big Dipper has a leak. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, I just went to the urologist, got that fixed. <laughs> uh, you, you know, like it, yeah. we're not going to we're well, not going to notice. And plus, most of the observations that we make of our universe, it's, it is kind of based in theory and also based on slight light changes in photographs that we're picking up from parts of the universe. It's all right. very... Depends We're on not us. like seeing it like live in HD, and, yeah. You know to understand what's happening. So a Absolutely. lot of it is we're kind of like, well, I guess if this is happening, then this must be happening. And, yes. And then your brain breaks, and you think the aliens are pulling planets around, like 
And then next thing you know, you're outside clapping those erasers. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, from Live uh, or Live Live Science or Live Science. Maybe it's Live Science. I don't know. I've never heard this website uh, pronounced aloud. I could I be saying it. I think in my right. head, I've always said Live Science. Me too. But maybe it's Live because you're supposed to live science every day. I don't know. But it's also alive. It's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess um, that's, well, that's it, it, you guys. Yeah. Great job guessing the article this week. Thank you. I did not. Uh, I'm on a losing streak when it comes to you because I no. cannot. Uh, well, just when it comes to your articles. I mean, I know I'm a winner when it comes to you as a person. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, everybody. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. I hope that you're barbecuing while listening to this. Yeah. You have it cranked up on your uh, speaker pod, Alexa. Well, by the time this comes out, it's going to come out on the 5th. So. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you're still barbecuing then. Who knows? Yeah, I hope that you have a long weekend and you're barbecuing, you're enjoying uh, some terrific weather. May you barbecue all weekend long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Goodbye. Bye.